What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you find work in any industry with just one interview at Express. You have a connection to endless jobs, whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job. Choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit expresspros.com today to find a location near you. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. Summer is almost here and I'm so excited to go on vacation with my kids next month. We love going anywhere warm with the beach. I always make packing harder than it needs to be, but this year I'm doing all of my summer shopping at Macy's. I can find everything I need from bathing suits, sandals, summer dresses, shorts, even towels and sunscreen at Macy's. Whether you're packing for a destination vacation or planning a backyard staycation, Macy's has what you need. You can shop top brands like Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine-free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Wind Down with Jana Kramer, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey guys, what's up? It's Jana. I've got Easton. I've got my manager and best friend, Catherine, with me on today's uh, Wind Down. I'm so looking forward to today's podcast because we're going to talk about grieving and it's one of those things that I have to say I'm having a, a difficult time with um, because, you know, and I, I know it's not just my situation. I feel like even even when I wasn't going through the divorce, we all have good and bad days. And I'm trying to give myself grace for the fact that some days are harder than others, but it kind of messes me up a little bit because just when I think that I'm doing good, it's like, oh, okay, wait, nope, here's my reality. And yeah, it's just, it it definitely throws me for a loop trying to give myself grace, but also knowing that even people that aren't going through through this have bad days. I mean, I still like, I struggle with depression on some days, even before the divorce, before everything else going on. So I think it is normal. (laughs) Sometimes it is just by the second. And I think that's okay. Easton, you look like you're chomping at the bit what's going on? Janet, I just, I got to ask, I got to ask. There's, there's a lot of stuff going around in the news <laughs> on the internet. People are talking. I got to find out what is going on with Graham Bunn. You are just going at me right Straight now. To it. Wow. Um, okay. So wow. <laughs> Easton just wanting all the, all the dirt. 
You know, it's one of those things where <laughs> I went on Daily Pop the last few weeks and it was an awesome experience. I loved it. It was so much fun. Um, had a blast hanging out with the hosts. But I'll never forget when Justin said that I was in an entanglement with Grandpa. And I was like, in my mind, I wish I would, because I was thinking, what is an entanglement? Like, I, <laughs> I was like, I have no idea what it is, even is. But I was like, yes, okay, sure. Like, we're in an entanglement. And then the next day it was like, Grandma and Jana Kramer in an entanglement. And I'm like, oh my gosh, first of all, I don't even know what this is. And when I looked it up, it kind of sounded a little negative. Um, but also, I just feel like sometimes I need to take a beat before I say something. Because, you know, I, I would have obviously worded it a, a lot differently. Um, so yeah, I, I regret that a little bit just because the storm of stories that came out really affected me and my anxiety because that's just not where I'm at. Um, and it, it really messed with my, uh, it, it messed with me and it kind of threw me for a loop. Um, but to set the record straight, we are friends and I have known of him for seven years. He was a radio uh, country radio DJ and, uh, I, and I didn't watch his season on the bachelorette. I didn't even know he was on it, uh, until he was, uh, the country radio DJ. But yeah, I mean, I've known of him. I've had a few interviews with him back in the day. I, you know, one when I was pregnant with Jolie, um, but always so sweet, so kind. And, when I went through the divorce, he had reached out to me and just sent me like a very, um, he's a, he's a big Christian and he sent me this, um, really nice, um, uh, some passages and messages from the Bible. And it just, it was just very kind and thoughtful. And so, you know, yeah, we, we became friends and he's been, he's been, a. it's so hard because it's like, I know that I need time to heal and to grieve and to be alone. It's also one of those things where I'm like, man, sometimes I'm just like, can a girl go on a date and have fun too? But he is sweet. But right now he knows and I know that I just need to be alone. I need to go through what I'm going through and I need to do that alone. And for me and Catherine, as my friend, you see the difference this time around, right? Oh yeah. I mean, and I know you're, and, and it's, and I can definitely see a difference in you this time and really taking, you don't like to be alone. Mm -hmm. That's the one thing that she does. Not, I love to be alone. She hates to be alone, but you've started, I'm like, learn to love to be alone. And, and you like it. it now. I'm like so happy, but that's where I can see you're growing. You're taking the time to enjoy. I saw a quote the other day I meant to send to you, but it basically was about you can't be good in a relationship or a marriage if you're not happy with yourself. And mm -hmm. if you're not if you're not in a good place. And I think that you're realizing that and you, you are, you're working on that. And I think it's great. Yeah. And I appreciate you saying that it's just, yeah, I just, I do have that battle sometimes. Cause I think, well, yeah, I have been in an unhappy, I have been unhappy for so many years and I've just been fighting it. So yeah, don't I deserve to like go out and like have fun and, and be treated nice and kind. And, you know, it's, <sighs> I, I know that I do deserve that, but I need to, that's in time. Um, because right now I really just need to focus on my kids. I need to focus on myself. I need to focus on my healing because I still, I still miss my ex. I still have those days where I miss our family and I miss what we had and I wish things were different. And that's, that's a really hard thing to, to feel 
on days when I want to be strong. But I think that's also normal too. to, you know, obviously I never in a million years wanted this to happen ever, 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 ever. I mean, I, I, yeah, I wouldn't have wished this on anyone. I wouldn't have wished it on our family. And so, yeah, I miss, I miss my family. I miss, I miss my ex and, but I have to think about what do I miss? And that's kind of where I'm at right now and going through that and, and realizing and finding out like, okay, what is the truth? What is the reality in that situation? And, you know, yes, we are better off as co-parents as hard as it is. But I think that's just part of the healing process. And until my heart can finally be free from from that. And that's probably going to take a really long time. And I have to allow myself to heal and I need to heal alone because yeah, in the past I would, I would cope with other people. I would cope with reaching out to other men because that's what would make me feel better. But now I just, I need to be alone. And, you know, like Catherine was saying, like, it's, I do love to be alone now and I enjoy it. And yeah, but he's a great friend and you know, who knows down the line when I'm ready. But um, on a side note, can a girl just go out on a few dates? Like, come on. Um, <laughs> but no, I'm I'm doing the work and I feel like I almost need, I almost need my therapist on here to back me up because it's, because uh, she knows the work that I've been doing and I, and I want to get into that grieving with, um, with y'all because it's important. And again, for me, I know that as much as I would like to put a bandaid on things, that's not going to be the long fix because I look back in some of my journal entries and I'm like, man, like I need to break this pattern of what I believe in myself, what I believe that I deserve because I have, you know, my first relationship was an abusive relationship. I'm like, why, how could I stay in that? Like, what was, why did I think so little of myself to stay in that situation? And, and would I have stayed you know, with things that happened early on in my relationship with Mike, like if I loved myself more, maybe I wouldn't be in this situation now. And I think having that realization that there's so many things that I wish I can go back and do, and I can't. And that's something that, you know, I don't regret the past, but now I have the, like the chance and the opportunity to create what I deserve, what I want. And I got to figure that out. I got to, I got to break these patterns. I got to break these cycles that, that I do. And that's, again, that, that means that I need to do it alone. And I'm proud of myself for that because it's not easy, but I have amazing friends like Catherine and, um, yeah. And it's hard to see comments because people are like, Oh my God, she's moving on like JLo. And it's like, look, we all cope in different ways, but you don't know the behind the scenes. And so that's another reason why I'm bringing my therapist on to back me the heck up today. Um, but yeah, I love you guys. I love you, Kat. And let's get my therapist on. So I've recently got some boots in the mail that I had to try because I'm a boot girl. I love boots, but Wow. I'm never going back to Kova's, you guys. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. 
All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by our local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather and custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots. You wake up with a sore throat and a low-grade fever. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are, well, get sicker and miss work, hope to see a doctor this week, or sit hours in a crowded urgent care waiting room. Nope, not me. I have a smarter option. Because listen, as a mom, we cannot afford to get sick. So therefore, moms, I got something for you. My medical emergency kit. When you get your own medical emergency kit, you just match your symptoms to the doctor-recommended prescription in your kit. No waiting to see the doctor. You get well faster. This is not a first aid kit. It's like having an urgent care in your home. It includes doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues like COVID, strep throat, pneumonia, all kinds of infections, including UTIs and many more. Plus a doctor's guide so you'll know exactly which med to take and how. As a working mom of three, like I said, I cannot afford to get sick and I definitely don't have hours to spend in the urgent care waiting room. My medical emergency kit brings me peace of mind. It makes me feel so much better knowing I can be prepared for whatever might come up. And also with a young little baby, I got to stay healthy. I recently used the anti-nausea medication included in the kit. I was shocked by how much better I felt after taking it. The instructions in the kit are super clear and easy to understand. And I'm so glad I have my medical emergency kit on hand. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door. Get 15% off at twc.health slash Jana and use promo code Jana. That's promo code Jana at twc.health slash Jana. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job, not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. 
With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit expresspros.com today. I totally just sprung this on my therapist. I just texted her because it's one of those things where I'm like, we're talking about just grief and like how to handle it and how to deal with it. And I'm like, and also because of everything that just kind of came out in the news and stuff, it's like, I am doing the work. And I almost felt like I had to have my therapist to like validate that I am doing the work. Right, Amy? Okay, absolutely. Lots of times twice a week, but absolutely every week we meet. Yep. And you've, you've been here for almost two years doing the work. So you've been committed to the work even when there wasn't a crisis. And I think it's, I'm, I'm curious too, because when we talk about grieving, how like, is it okay to feel in one moment that I'm happy and the next moment I come home and I'm just like shattered and destroyed? Is that, is that normal in the grieving process? And kind of like, as I feel like I'm on this hamster wheel. Sure, sure. Well, you know, I, there's a metaphor that I really love to give when I'm talking about grief. And when you've been so, through something traumatic, and some people think about the big T traumas, right? So maybe a natural disaster, sexual assault, uh, you know, gun violence, those are our big T's. Small T traumas can be being bullied, made fun of, body shamed. But any trauma that negatively impacts your view of yourself or your world. So it could be the result is something like like, I'm unworthy because of what's happened to me. I'm unlovable. It was my fault. I was responsible. So those are those negative beliefs that begin to, to seep in when, we, when we're not doing our work. But when you've experienced a trauma, it's though a grief enter, uh, excuse me, a grief river enters your property. Okay. And that loss and the sadness that you feel about that loss isn't going anywhere. The truth is that that's going to be on your property for the rest of your life. Now, what we're looking for is movement. So we want the river to move. Now, sometimes it's going to move quickly and swiftly and the sun is shining down on it and the water is sparkling. And, and that's a great day that, as you just described, you feel like you're making progress and you have hope for the future. Some days, though, the water is barely a trickle and it's murky and muddy and heavy and hard and gloomy, but it's moving. Now, as a therapist, what we're looking for is places where the river gets dammed up. And those trauma sticks that dam up the river like a beaver dam are usually the way something ended. So it might be the way uh, that someone looked at you at the very last conversation. It might be the things that you wanted to say and you never got to say, or the awful things you did say, and that was the last conversation you had. So we're looking for those things that stop the river from flowing because grief should be moving, it should be adaptive, and it should change. And most people are familiar with the stages of grief, right? So denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance, those are not linear. We don't get to move through those in order. One day you may be in acceptance and the next day you may be back in full throttle anger. 
Um, one thing I would mention is that David Kessler, who's a world-renowned grief expert, I think the world of him uh, and his work, he has recently come out with a new book called Finding Meaning, and he has essentially formally added a sixth stage to grief. And with him, he lost his uh, son, his adult child, very unexpectedly, and he often says it wasn't the grief expert who lost a son, it was the parent, the dad who lost a son. And after that, he worked his way through all these stages. He came to acceptance, which means um, I, I can accept that something has ended and my love goes on. But he thought, you know what, this can't be it. This cannot be the end of my process. And so he discovered that the final stage is finding meaning. How do we make sense of our loss in a way where we can help others and carry on a legacy of love and goodness and forgiveness? Great. I have a question for you, Amy, coming from like the friend perspective of someone that's reading and going through it. You know, I mean, I've been here a long time with Jana and all of the processes, but it's kind of hard because you know, as friends, we just want to be like, like, let's get up. Let's go have fun. Like we want to, you know, we want to keep her happy. We, we don't want to see her sad, but I think, you know, I've realized kind of in this process that we need to be a little bit better at letting her grieve and letting her have her moment. But, you know, so I, I kind of just wonder what is the best way to handle that? Like give her her time, but then, hey, let's let's go. Let's get up. Let's go do things or just let her have that and just let her be. Or what? what is kind of your advice there? Well, you've asked a great question in general, but you've asked a, a great question on behalf of your friend. So we never want to try to talk someone out of their grief. Grief is as unique as your fingerprint. So your grief is going to be totally different than someone else's. And we need to give people permission to be where they are. Now, we do need different types of friends in our grief. We need people who can distract us for a while. We need someone who we can laugh with. We need someone who we can rage with. But it's on us to know what our needs are and to communicate those things to our friends. That's one of the really hard parts of grief is that we end up having to educate the people around us about what we need, but we do have to do that. Now for Jana in particular, I would say that she, she has the ability to be very self-aware. And I think you could ask her, what do you need in this moment? Do you want me to sit on the floor and rip up old letters with you? You know, I think about Jana, the first time you came to session after some things had come out. Um, we had a funeral for you in session. We both wore black. I had a coffin on the coffee table. We wrote a eulogy to the marriage and we held a funeral service and it was, it was hard and heavy, but important. At other times we've laughed and um, talked about things you're hopeful about and looking forward to, but you get to be in charge. You get to be the judge of what you need in any given moment. So Catherine, I would just say, ask Jana what she needs, and she'll probably be able to tell you that. It's good for her to practice using her voice. Yeah, yeah and we, we had something. It was like very soon after everything where it was just like, and I think I, I snapped a little bit. I was like, I just like, I don't, I don't, know I don't even think you snapped. I think I just, I've been in this situation before uh -huh. and we had had kind of a, not, a, you know, just like she did had kind of snapped at me. And so I just kind of withdrew. This was years ago. Yeah. So this time after it happened, I had been there a lot, but then I had three kids and I was out of town and I had sports every night. And so mm -hmm my guilt was you had, you hadn't done anything, but I could feel you kind of withdraw a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I just said, Hey, like, I just need you to know that, like, I don't even remember exactly what I said, but it was basically like, I'm here for you and whatever you need. I'm sorry that I've been busy, you know, but also I'm trying to figure out how to, I don't exactly maneuver it. Too. Yeah. There was definitely that, but also in the very beginning, because we worked together, you, 
like, I was like, I'm trying. Like, and I was just like, it was one of those where I, that's where I kind of, I just started crying. I'm like, this is not easy, right, you know, right. like, and, and yes. And you're like, I yeah. know, but like, she also has the position where she has to talk to me as my manager, you know? So it's like that really hard, like, there's a dual, there's a dual role there, the friendship and manager. And there can be a conflict of interest that arises at times that you guys will have to sort through. But Catherine, I would say your needs matter just as much as Jana's needs. And sometimes her grief needs aren't going to match up with your capacity or your availability. And it's okay for both of you to say, my need is this. We aren't in sync right now. You're going to need to reach out to someone else in your support system. And it's okay for you to say that. And I, I believe Jana can respect that boundary. Yeah. And I think that, you know, I think we did a really good job. Are of we having, in a therapy session right well, now? Yeah, this is great. I love <laughs> I you. Know. I'll see you next week. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think we did a good job of having a group of friends that we all acknowledge that. Like, hey, like I got this going on at home right now. I can't be there. Are you good to go check on Jana? And that we had this like text message going on to make sure that everyone. And I think that helped. It, it took a lot of it off. But yeah, I, in that moment, I think. There are times I just have to say, you know, manager hat on, like, so sorry, but we got to do X, Y, and Z. But then it's like, all right, friend hat, how are you? You know? Yeah. I mean, I hear you about that. I think I'm I'm grateful for the opportunity to, be, to talk to one of Jana's friends. I, I would love to talk more. But I think Jana is working through knowing that she's okay on her own. And I, I think it's great that you all rallied and that you guys were there for her around the clock. I also think it's really okay for her to have uncomfortable moments where she figures it out by herself. Because this process of finding herself again is sort of like taking a flashlight into a dark library and just beginning to shine the light on what might be in there. And there will come a moment when Jana flips the switch and realizes all the strength and all the determination and clarity that she has within her that she can easily defer to other people. Um, she's looking for someone else to, to show her a way forward or to what is the right answer? What is my next right step? And ultimately, you know, our process is about you learning to trust yourself enough to, to believe in you. So in that process of, you know, cause obviously I want to, you know, do things differently in the very beginning of this, it was like, okay, what, I know that I still have so much healing and grieving to do. And I know there's not a timeline, but when do you, it's not, not like, when do you know you're healed, but it's like, well, we measure progress in millimeters. I mean, what are those very small incremental things that you can give yourself success and, and credit for? And, and grief is like that. And so is recovering from traumatic relationships. And what would you say to that? What are a few small things that you can give yourself credit for since April 21st? I mean, I'm able to laugh and have enjoy myself. I'm able to be alone. I'm able to find moments of happiness. I think it's just those moments where I come home and go, oh crap. Like I was, I, I was more upset with myself when I came back from Los Angeles because I was like, oh, I thought I was better. I thought like, I didn't think I would have this like falling my eyes out experience again on the couch. And like, so it's like, sometimes I feel like that makes me be like, oh crap, I'm, I'm so far away from where I thought I was. That's just, that's just being realistic and honest with the amount of loss and devastation that you faced. I mean, your world was turned upside down very quickly. If six to eight weeks later you were over it, I'd be very worried about you. So I love that you're giving yourself permission to have hard, sad days, as you should. And your healing will come in um, direct proximity to you being uh, less engaged with toxic people. 
the less engagement, the further progress you will make. I mean, I hear you on that. I like her. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, she always knows, like whenever I'm, you know, oh, I know. Like, you know, when I'm in, in that web of, because my, my whole body changes, my whole attitude changes, my whole. Mm-hmm. Well, I asked you this Monday, I said, whose opinions really matter to you? Because you do have a lot of people complimenting you and saying nice things to you, but I can kind of see this look in your eye, like you agree and you're thankful, but it's not sinking in. It's not hitting you at your core. And so who has the power to say unkind things or kind things and for it to really hit you in a way where it's believable? Um, so I think that's an important question for you to look at. And and where where do they get that power? How do they earn that spot in your life? Mm-hmm. You've got a lot of people talking at you. You're in a privileged position of receiving a lot of advice and insight the the real changes are going to come when you're hearing yourself and you trust that voice. Yeah. And see, that's, that's the place where I want to, where I want to be and where, you know, it's, it was hard for me with everything that kind of came out with, you know, my, my dating life. And because, you know, again, I'm not in anything committed. I am having fun and I'm enjoying myself, but I'm also realizing those moments where I need to be alone and I need to have those moments I don't want that to be because I'm listening to people saying, oh, she's moving too fast or, oh, it's like, what do I feel? It's like, I don't know. Like I have to like sit with that and like process that. But unfortunately, because I do do this show and I am open, you know, it's, it's, I'm set up for people's comments and criticism and which the point where I'm like, I don't want to do this show anymore. Like, cause I don't talk about that. Your vulnerability is a gift to the world. You offer something remarkable in how transparent you are, but it's only a gift when you're managing it. When you allow people to back you into a corner and share something before you're ready or before you're sure what the implications will be, then it's a weapon that's used against you. And so you have to slow down enough to know what you're sharing and when you're ready to share it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, it's just so much noise. When you're in the position that you're in, there's so much noise between your friends, between the fans, between everybody. And it's any normal person that's going to affect. I think you're kind of hard on yourself because you let it affect you. Mm -hmm. But anyone would. Who's not going to worry about that? I mean, that's normal. And with like the, yeah, I hear, I definitely hear you on that. And with going through the process of, you know, divorce and grieving, what are some things that people can do to not like, like I beat myself up over it. I beat myself up that I'm that I have those hard days. And I know you say you want me to have those moments and those feelings, but what are some things that I can, you know, either allow myself grace or things that I can be like, okay, I'm going to not, I don't want to stay in it because when I stay in it, I I think I should feel it, but I also don't want to like stay stuck there either. Okay. I almost hear two questions there. For one, you need to give yourself permission to feel sadness about the end of this marriage. Even if 15 years from now, you still have moments where you feel sad that it didn't go like you wanted it to or you thought it would. That's appropriate. Sadness is an appropriate response for this loss, Jana. And so I I think, you know, what you resist persists. So the harder you try not to be sad, um, the the more that it's going to stockpile and come out sideways. So give yourself a moment to cry and grieve and honor what wasn't and what was, and then you'll move forward from it. Um, So I think that's really important. I, I actually don't hear you being hard on yourself about having hard days or 
sad moments, I hear you being hard on yourself about other things. Um, do you want to go there? Do you not want to? <laughs> this is all, all, you know, what works for you? What's good for you? You're hard on yourself about, uh, you know, am I good enough? Am I worthy? Was this my fault? Will anyone ever really love the real me? Those are the places where I think you get stuck. It's not about having a sad day. Uh, yeah. Do you want to share some of those um, negative beliefs that run pretty deep for you? I, I think. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, that was what we, I mean, that's, I was, was just in your office last week, like uh, destroyed about those feelings, feeling like, yeah, it was my fault. Or if I would have done this, this would have been different. Or if I would have, yeah, I mean, all, I just don't feel, or like that I was good enough or I wasn't lovable enough or, um, and that's, um, it's just sucks like to like feel, you know? And uh, we trace that back. It goes way back beyond this relationship, doesn't it? It links back to early childhood. And that's the value of EMDR and brain spotting and some of the work that we're doing. And I know you love to be three sessions and you're good. Um, you, you've had many years of this kind of trauma though. And so it does take some time. Yeah. I mean, I, I hear all that. I think it's just, I know. How do I say this? Like if, again, if I put myself in my friend's situation, if Catherine was feeling this way about her, I would be like, what? Like, you're incredible. Like, it's just, it's just, I, or is someone listening right now? Like, I don't want people to feel like they're not worthy, that they're not lovable. Like I'm the first person to be like, you are so lovable. You are so, you're kind enough and you, you never deserve this and you are enough. It's like, why can't people say that to themselves? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you've just had a lot, a lot of life experiences and negative voices that have spoke messages that were contrary to that. And they were typically in relationships where you were in a vulnerable position. I mean, you needed that person to love you, protect you, to provide. And so you were in a fragile place. And again, your loyalty, kindness, and forgiveness were used against you. And there, it, that's psychological terrorism. You know, we, we call it intimate terrorism. But there is recovery, right? Yeah. Well, okay. Let me ask you, how would you define that for you? What is it? What's your best hope for healing in your life? Mm, that I one day realize that it wasn't my fault, that I am deserving of a great love, that I actually believe that and that I am enough no matter whether I'm single, married, alone, like wherever I'm at, like that I'm enough and I'm, I'm, I'm worthy. It's just like, even saying it, like, I'm like, cause it's like, I'm just not there yet. Yeah. And you have to be alone long enough to know it when you're alone. Right. I mean, so we've talked about the fact that it's like, we go through life sitting in a chair and this chair next to us is empty and it's open for the person who we can do life and partnership with, but we hate having an empty chair next to us it's embarrassing, it's lonely. And so we kind of let whoever walks by just sit in the chair to avoid discomfort. It has to sit empty for a while. That's called the sacred space where we're having to, you know, confront our own insecurities. And you have, you have said, I think publicly and to me, that you've been amazed at how much uh, your anxiety has decreased in the middle of the night. That's a win. That's a big win for you to know you don't have to have someone in the house with you to be okay. So on a scale of one to 10, how, uh, I know where you were a few days ago, 
how strongly do you feel that you are worthy and lovable and deserving and this isn't all your fault? I think the other day I was four. I think I'm at like five and a half today. <laughs> okay, some progress. And you get to come back and have it be at a three too. You know what I mean? It's okay. But there is hope. There is, yeah, for everyone listening, there is hope in knowing and believe, you know, and in and, and growth and uh, right. Yes. 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 And I just, I also want you to plug to, because the refuge center, um, is in, in, is in Tennessee. And can you, can you just give a, a healthy plug for, for what you do and what the refuge center can offer to those that, um, that need this? And cause I think we all need it. I think we all a safe space and you've given me an incredible safe space to come on some of my worst days and I'll forever be thankful for you. Well, hey, research says that at any given moment, we all have about 3.2 blind spots. Those are the things that everybody else about us <laughs> around us knows about us that we don't know about ourselves. So people say, when's a good time to go to therapy? Well, pretty much any time because we all have things we need to work on <laughs> that other people could tell us we need to work on. So I, I think, yeah, we should all have our iron sharpens iron people around us. And sometimes that's a therapist. Sometimes it's a life coach, a spiritual director, a yoga instructor, your acupuncturist. But we need people helping us be better and stronger. So the Refuge Center for Counseling, my friend Jennifer Gillette and I co-founded it back in 2005. So this is our 16th year of operation. We do offer all of our services on a sliding fee scale based on income. So anyone, no matter who you are, what you've done, what's been done to you, what you can afford, um, everyone deserves access to wonderful care. And we provide about 31,000 counseling sessions a year for around 4,000 people. And um yeah, this place uh, is, you know, counseling is about removing the burdens, barriers and shame stories so that people can live in freedom. And we're, we're doing that here. Yeah. And if you're in the Tennessee area, please, 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 please go to refuge because it's, it's incredible. Um, but hopefully this inspires people that are listening right now that we can all we can all do some work on ourselves to be the best versions um, that we can be. You're a great example of that, Jana. I hope you'll feel very proud of that today. Thanks, Amy. I love you so much. I will see you next week in the office. And thank you for doing <laughs> Like I said, you've been, um, you've, you've saved me in many ways. So thank you. Help. You've saved you in many ways. All right. Okay. 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 Love you. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. See you later. <laughs> She's incredible. I love Amy so much amazing i mean as a friend like do you you know because it's like you always wonder like am i going to therapy like is this therapist good no. like you know because like, you. You, you know we we have conversations about what y'all talk about but i mean i know your therapist like really knows you but like i feel like i really know you and yeah. when she says all those things i'm like she like really knows you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. so good yeah, no, she's incredible. And yeah, again, um, you know, the Refuge Center is incredible. So if you're in the Nashville area, please, please, please check it out. Um, and she also mentioned uh, David Kessler. And when she mentioned that, um, uh, the producers popped on saying, I think maybe we can get him. So let's take a break and let's hopefully, I think, I think he's going to be coming on. So 
And before we uh, take a break, I want to talk about Zuru. So summer just got crazy with color. Crazy bunch of balloons by Zuru are here to help unleash summer fun. Super easy by simply attaching the stem to a hose. You can fill and tie a hundred water balloons in 60 seconds. Bunch of balloons are now made from certified recycled plastic. And our friends at Zuru Toys just sent us an amazing surprise unboxing experience to prepare us for the ultimate water fight, which me and my kids love to do. So jump into summer with an all out water balloon fight or blast away with X-Shot Fast Fill Water Blasters. For the little ones, we have tons of bubble blowing fun with Glove a Bubble. So visit Zuru.com, you guys, to find out more about the hottest toys for summer because my kids are all about the bubble game. So I've recently got some boots in the mail that I had to try because I'm a boot girl. I love boots, but wow, I'm never going back to Kova's, you guys. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by our local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather and custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots. You wake up with a sore throat and a low-grade fever. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are, well, get sicker and miss work, hope to see a doctor this week, or sit hours in a crowded urgent care waiting room. Nope, not me. I have a smarter option. Because listen, as a mom, we cannot afford to get sick. So therefore, moms, I got something for you. My medical emergency kit. When you get your own medical emergency kit, you just match your symptoms to the doctor-recommended prescription in your kit. No waiting to see the doctor. You get well faster. This is not a first aid kit. It's like having an urgent care in your home. It includes doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues like COVID, strep throat, pneumonia, all kinds of infections, including UTIs and many more, plus a doctor's guide so you'll know exactly which med to take and how. As a working mom of three, like I said, I cannot afford to get sick and I definitely don't have hours to spend in the urgent care waiting room. My medical emergency kit brings me peace of mind. It makes me feel so much better knowing I can be prepared for whatever might come up. And also with a young little baby, I gotta stay healthy. I recently used the anti-nausea medication included in the kit. I was shocked by how much better I felt after taking it. The instructions in the kit are super clear and easy to understand. And I'm so glad I have my medical emergency kit on hand. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door. Get 15% off at twc.health slash Jana and use promo code Jana. That's promo code Jana at twc.health slash Jana. 
Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job, not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com today. First of all, you don't know me. (laughs) We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, girl. cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion mutual, tough girl, you could sit with us, girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. Hey, this is Bethany Joy Lenz. And Sophia Bush. And Hillary Burton. And we have a podcast called Drama Drama Queens. I feel like it's a walk down memory lane that also might be a little bit of a stumble down memory lane. I mean, we'll have cocktails sometimes, so we might leave stumbling. Mm-hmm. I'm good with that. There are no fans like One Tree Hill fans. There is no family like our family. So we got together to do a rewatch podcast to relive the show as so many of you have so many times, because to be honest, we haven't. Yeah, we haven't seen it since 2002, 2003. We can't wait to take this trip down memory lane with all of you. What would our characters be doing right now? I think Haley would probably be, uh, I mean, she's got to be close to an empty nester now, right? Like um, Jamie's out of the house. Is she getting wild? She might, she might be finally ready to live out those wild years that she... Cut loose, uh, baby. You know what I mean? (laughs) I think it might be time. I'm going to say a lot of therapy. (laughs) Peyton Sawyer is in so much therapy right now. Well, not long ago, I found my vote Brooke Davis for president pin. I don't know. Is Brooke Davis a senator or something? Like 100%. Yeah, you could totally go for that. There's so much cool stuff to imagine for them. But before we can go forward, we got to go back to the beginning. You nailed it. Make sure you all listen to Drama Queens on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at dramaqueensoth. Or email us at dramaqueens at iheartradio.com. See you next time. We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl. cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. David, hi darling, where are you at? I'm in Los Angeles. I'm in Los Angeles right now. Well, I'm excited to be with you. Sorry under these circumstances, but still excited. I mean, yes, same. And also, I was just talking to my therapist on here, and she she mentioned you because she's a she's a huge fan. And and um, you know, I, the fact that we have you on right afterwards is awesome because she was saying that in your book you talked about the sixth um, basically step of grieving, right? And the sixth I, stage, right? The sixth stage, and that is, can you talk about that? Because when she said that, it like it almost gave me goosebumps. So, as as you know, I've seen you talk about it before. People often talk about the stages of grief. There's denial, anger, bargaining, all the what ifs and if onlys, depression, which is the sadness, and then acceptance. I think we're a generation that doesn't want to stop at acceptance. I think we want more. And I think that more is finding meaning. That these experiences, these losses, the things we've gone through aren't just for the sake of nothing. That, you know, we don't have to come through things with post traumatic stress. We actually can come through them with post traumatic growth. And to me, that sixth stage, the stage of meaning, is that. I guess I'm just, and, and I, and I, and I absolutely love that, but the, the meaning, I feel like there's, like, I hear that. I'm like, yes, there's a, there's a meaning and there's a reason, like, it's almost like a reason to me, but is it still okay to go on that hamster wheel of all those emotions, even though there is a meaning? Absolutely. And you know, you can't heal what you don't feel. So you have to feel all those things and grief is organic. There's like, there, there's no, you know, we talk about those stages aren't linear. You can one moment be thinking about the meaning, the next moment being, I can't believe this is happening to me. The next moment, go back into the what ifs. It's very organic and messy. You know, if anything, I like to tell people, the reality is grief is messy. If you're trying to neaten it up, you just got to know it's messy. But one of the things I like to talk about with meaning is people hear meaning and they'll go, well, there's no meaning in a horrible death or there's no meaning in a divorce. There's no meaning in, you know, upsetting our children's worlds. And I'll go, no, meaning isn't in the divorce or the death or the grief. Meaning is in us. It's what we do after. It's how we hold this experience. You know, are you going to hold it as life is screwed up, things go wrong, there's no point, life's horrible, and your kids are watching that, or are you going to hold it as, you know, sometimes life's messy, and sometimes things don't work out the way we think, and sometimes there's not a fairy tale ending, and life is still good, and life is still hopeful, and we can still make it work, 
And yes, we're going to be sad. We're going to be depressed. It's going to be challenging, but we can get through this. Mm-hmm. That's great. I love that. Why is life so hard sometimes? <laughs> it's like, yeah. you know, yeah. it's just like sometimes it's just, there's, there can be so much heaviness and it's just like right now, like I'm, I think, you know, how can someone attract the light when there is that darkness? Well, that's, that's like been the question I've been asking my whole life. Mm-hmm. And I think it's by naming moments as meaningful, you know, in this darkness of losses, of death, of divorce, of grief, of children and all that, you and I are taking a few moments to talk about the light and Mm -hmm. remember the light and to know that the light exists even in all of this. And just us bringing up the light is us remembering the hope. Mm -hmm. And it's these moments to do it. This is a meaningful moment to me. Those moments that you have to explain the worst thing that could happen to your kids so far in their life will also be a meaningful moment to them that mommy in the midst of everything cared about their well-being. And that will be meaningful to them. Because you know what? We want to make sure our kids and all of us avoids life losses and tragedies and divorces. But as you said, life is hard and these things happen and our kids are going to go through them. And if we can show them, it is part of life and we continue. You know, speaking of the kids and I, you know, I had a comment, someone reached out to me that said, you know, you should stop talking about, and, and, and I don't talk about my ex, but I talk about my experiences um, and someone had said, you know, you should, you shouldn't be talking about it because your kids are going to hear this one day. And I, and that really sat with me to the point where, again, I was just like, okay, I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to talk about anything anymore. But then I also realized I'm like, well, these are my experiences. I'm not dragging. I'm not saying what he did. I'm not, you know, but it, I really like that. I, I battled with that comment. Cause I, I was really, because I still, I still feel like I can help people, but it, am I going to hurt? Am I I hurting my kids with this being my experience? You asking that question puts you in the level of taking your kids into account, which just means you're holding in a way where you're worried about your kids too. And that's going to safeguard it. The thing we often talk about is we don't want to make our kids our counselors. You don't want to tell them the worst thing about, you know, their father. And you also get to talk about your truth. And if you remind them people do bad things, it doesn't mean they don't have good parts of them. And it doesn't mean they don't make mistakes. But you still get to be a person and react to the mistakes that have hurt you. And I think if you teach the kids, you know, this is hard but mommy's got this. And this is not anything to do with you guys in terms of it being your fault. It affects you, but this is something that mommy and daddy are working out. We got this. We're both going to love you through it. And, you know, kids are going to see a lot of things they shouldn't see later in life. You're going to have that issue with your kids 
even further than your stuff. There's, there's going to be worse than anything you say. You're going to be worried about them looking at. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> yeah. So if there's if there's a takeaway for anyone listening right now that feels like they're stuck, that feels like there's no hope, that feels like there's, you know, that they're not going to get out of this pain that they're in, what's something that, what's a little hope that we can, that you can give them? Sure. Me? Yeah. Well, just like you, you know, we started with this idea that there is no night that went on forever. Mm. You know, there is a light, there is hope, there is love. I mean, I always want people to know, no matter what you've been through, there is love after loss. There is life after loss. And that exists for you. And partly, you've got to believe in that. And I've already heard from things you say, you know, that you believe love will continue through this. I hope so. If I don't, then I'm just going to be miserable. Like I, like I, I fear it and I'm terrified of it and I'm scared to be in the next thing. But I, I, I also know that I do believe and I'll always believe in love because if not, then what is there to believe in? Like, I, I, I love love, you know, it's, it's our why it's our reason to be, it's everything we do. And love exists in all of it. It exists in the losses. It exists in the tragedy. It exists in your hope and it exists in your future. And that's what we have to remember. The other thing I would tell people is this situation you're in is not you. It's what you're going through. Mm -hmm. You don't have, you know, a broken head. You have a broken heart. It's supposed to be tough. And you were okay before this relationship. And you will be okay after this relationship. You're going to have lots of moments. You're going to forget that. Every one of us does. And I think it's to also know, you know, my specialty is grief and loss, like the most horrible tragedies in life. But I also want people to know it's not just about death. When you're going through divorce, when you're going through breakups and betrayal, those are some of the hardest moments and all grief counts. You know, when people ask me, which is the worst loss? I always say yours. Yours is the worst loss. There's always going to be something in the world worse than you and what you're going through, but it doesn't mean you don't attend to your own pain. Yeah. And that's what we have to do and to find ourselves again after loss. I love that. David, thank you for coming on and just sharing um, your words and um, and your light. So we so appreciate you and hopefully we can continue this conversation um, on another episode. Thank you. And I'm telling you, you talking about it not only helps you, but helps others because we can feel pretty alone in our grief. So thank you for talking about it. Thank you, David. I appreciate you. Have a great day. Thanks. You too. So that was awesome. I feel like hopefully that gives everybody, I mean, even Catherine, you know, when you, I know you're not going through like a loss per se, but if you're having a bad day to know that there's always the night doesn't last forever, which I love that David said that too, where it's, there's always going to be light at the end of the day. Yeah, I think that's great. And I think it's all of this has been really good for me in the sense that like, I think people forget you don't just grieve when you lose some like a death mm -hmm. you know and it's like I think you only think of grieving when you have a death and yeah. I think it's like 
you know, reminding everyone that people need time to grieve the marriage or whatever happened. I mean, whatever that loss of a job, yeah, loss, loss of anything, of anything yeah. that, that you lost, like people need to grieve. So, so if you got to cry right now, cry it out. It's okay. But no, there will be light at the end of the tunnel and um, I'm in the tunnel, but I would like to hold hands and let's all, let's all go out and see the light. Just might take a minute might be a long tunnel. <laughs> we'll see. But I see a little, I see a little light at the end. Love you guys. See you next week. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine-free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You know, I don't even know where to start with this because... It's the comfort, it's the style, it's the whole look. That's what I love about my Tacovas. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacovas is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacovas has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Shop by your local Tacovas store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.